Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hey everyone, I'm your host Emily and welcome to Sideline Edit. Here I'll be curating and breaking down what's trending in the world of sports on and off the field. I'll leave you with just the right amount of information so that you can join in on any sports conversation and not feel totally lost. You'll know what the big game of the week was, what event to be on the lookout for next, what team is hot, who had the best game day fit, because trust me, the game day fashion is elite. And I'll also just be filling you in on who some of these main characters are so that you can get a better understanding of why I and so many other people out there are just so obsessed with the world of sports. And I always say, I truly think sports are the best reality TV out there. And so I'm excited for you to see that too. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, welcome back or welcome to another episode of Sideline Edit. I'm your host, Emily. I think this episode is going to feel a little different than other episodes because I want to take a second to do more of a state of sport for the NFL right now because we are just finishing up week 15 and this is a longer season than we've had in the past and so we're still kind of have a few games but people are clinching playoffs, people are getting eliminated from playoffs and so just wanted to kind of take a second to be like this is where we are and this is where we're going so we can just all feel like we know what's going on. And with the NFL this season, one of the things I feel like we've touched on in other episodes but have never taken a pause to actually think about is just how much turnover we have had in the quarterback position on teams this year. I believe it was like week 9 or 10. It was the most rookie quarterbacks that have ever started a game in the season. It was the most changing of quarterbacks that has ever happened in a season and granted most of this is all because of injury so not things that we were expecting at all obviously and each of these teams having to adapt having to find new quarterbacks bring back old ones it's just been a weird season I think because of that especially if you're newer to the sport the quarterback is the main character and so with that person changing essentially getting recasted on you It's hard to kind of grasp who these teams are and the personality of these teams because not only is that person changing, but then the people around them need to change, the plays change. And so there's just been a lot of movement in that position. And I think that's made this season of the NFL just very very interesting. And so with this episode, I kind of just want to go through each of the divisions and give you insight into who's probably going into the postseason, who's not, what's up for grabs, 
what's important right now with these last few games to determine where people end up in the seeding for the playoffs. And so I'm really going to break this down for you. And so in the NFL, we have two conferences, the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference. And so the AFC and the NFC. And so the Super Bowl is a matchup of the best in the AFC versus the best in the NFC. And to get to the Super Bowl, you obviously have to make playoffs. And depending on your record in the regular season, depends your seeding for where you are in those rankings, essentially, for the playoffs and which teams you have to play and if you get a bye and stuff like that. And so once you're in the playoffs until the Super Bowl, you are only playing people within your conference because then the best of each conference play in the Super Bowl. And in each conference, there are four divisions and each division have four teams. And so that gets you your 32 teams in the NFL. And this is why those divisional games are just so important and how I stress them because where you end up in your division depends on if you go to the playoffs or not because there's always a seat for the winner of every single division and then there are a few wild cards. And so sometimes multiple people from a division could go to the playoffs depending on the record. And right now with the postseason, there is a lot more uncertainty with the AFC versus the NFC. The AFC, I think I was looking at it, in between the number three seed and the number nine seed, it's just one game difference of these records on these teams right now. And so there is a lot of uncertainty there. Whereas the NFC, not so much. We have a clearer idea of what's going to be happening. And so I want to start with the NFC. Let's start with the most confirmed division right now, which is the NFC East. And so that has the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Washington Commanders. In the NFC East, we have the Eagles and the Cowboys at the top. And the NFC East is the division that since 2005, they have not had a repeat winner of the NFC East, which is wild. And so every single year, a different team has won it. No back-to-back winners. The Eagles won it last year and they went to the Super Bowl last year. And it's looking like they're going to win it this year, but the Cowboys are right there. And the Cowboys have been a very good home team this year and not a great road team this year. And so it's hard to tell exactly how good they really are because they have these great wins, but then they also have some pretty bad losses. And one of those happened this week against the Buffalo Bills. The Cowboys just did not show up for the game. And they lost to the Bills 31 to 10. And I think their remaining schedule will be pretty telling. They play the Miami Dolphins this upcoming weekend at Miami. And the Dolphins, I think, are in a similar boat as the Cowboys, where they've had some really great wins, but we're all kind of not sure how good they actually are. And then the Eagles have a pretty easy remainder of the season, getting to play the Giants twice the Cardinals, and then they're playing the Seahawks tonight. And typically, I think that could be a bad thing for the Eagles, that they're not getting to be like challenged the past few games, and they could kind of like get out of it. But the Eagles actually have a pretty old team, I would say, in the NFL. And so getting that rest could be helpful. If they get to have some rest for some of those older, longtime vets, That could actually be a good thing. So people like Jason Kelsey, if he can have a little bit of a rest. 
before postseason, that could work in their favor. Typically, I don't feel this way because I think people can kind of get out of a groove when they're just playing easier games, but for the Eagles, it might work in their favor. Kind of how we feel with the Cowboys with the Eagles, we're still just not sure how good they are. I personally think they're just not as good as they were last year, but I think a lot of teams this year aren't as good as they've been in the past, and I think that's what has made this so interesting. We have a lot of those like middle-of-the-road teams this year that have kind of middle-of-the-road records, and so it's hard to tell who will really do well in the postseason, which I am so excited about because I think a lot of fun things can happen in the postseason that we are just not expecting. I think we can have a little bit of like March Madness vibes, which I love. With the rest of the NFC East, you have the New York Giants. They're technically still in contention for the playoffs. They will not be there, especially having to play the Eagles twice. And so they won't be there. And then the Washington Commanders are already eliminated. And then let's move on to the NFC North. They're all currently still in the playoffs potentially. And so you have the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, and Detroit Lions. In the NFC North, the Detroit Lions are likely going to clinch that division. Right now they have 10 wins and they have been a really fun team to watch. And so I'm excited for the Lions. And then kind of on the outside, you have the Vikings and the Packers. The Vikings, I've also talked about this season, they are one of those teams that have had just so much movement with who their quarterback is this season. So they're potentially in the hunt for the playoffs. And on the very, very outside are the Green Bay Packers as well. If the playoffs ended right now, the Vikings would be in, Packers would be out. And it would be very interesting because the Vikings remaining games are all against divisional rivals. And so they play the Lions and then they play the Packers and then they play the Lions. And so that will be interesting to see how this ends up. But I think obviously depending on who wins that Packers Vikings games and if the Vikings can just get at least one of these wins against the Lions, then the Vikings could potentially be a wildcard team. Okay, and looking at the Packers schedule too, they have potentially an easy win this upcoming week against the Panthers and then they play the Vikings and then they play the Bears. And so This is definitely a division to watch because there's kind of possibility for everyone except I would say the Bears. The Bears aren't officially out, but they're out. And speaking of the Panthers, let's move on to the NFC South, which are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, and Carolina Panthers. From the start of the season, I think we knew that this NFC South division was one that would kind of be up for grabs no matter what. All of these teams are very much in a rebuild transition mode. Right now, the Panthers are out. They have only had two wins this season, so they are eliminated. Whereas with the Falcons, the Saints, and the Bucks, the Bucks and the Saints have seven wins, and the Falcons have six wins. And so, truly anyone's game at this point. They also have a few head-to-head games in this division, so we'll see how those play out. But I'm feeling pretty good about the Bucks taking this win. And then in the NFC West, we have San Francisco 49ers, LA Rams, Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals have already been eliminated from the playoffs, and the San Francisco 49ers have already clinched their division. And so they are the only team who has clinched their division. Other people have clinched that they are for sure going to the playoffs, but haven't clinched their specific division. 
And we know that they've done that so far because they have 11 wins and the second place team right now has seven wins. And so with the remaining three weeks of games, they obviously can't catch up. And so for the 49ers, they're now going to be trying to clinch all of the NFC. They want to be the top of the NFC. And so right now they're kind of looking between them, between Baltimore, the Eagles, one of these teams is likely going to win the entire NFC. And so what that means is that they get a bye week or an off week, the first round of the playoffs, and then basically get to play at home. And so that's what they're fighting for. And it makes a huge difference when it comes time for the playoffs. Right now, if the playoffs started now, the Rams would be in. So they would be that last wildcard team. And so in the NFC, we have a pretty good idea of who's going to the playoffs, but it's just those wildcard teams that I feel like are a little uncertain, and then that NFC South. And so interesting to see there's just a few teams that we really have to be paying attention to for who could potentially fill those last few seats. Now let's move on to the AFC because that is where there's more action right now. Let's start with the AFC East. We have Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets, and New England Patriots. The Jets and the Patriots are already eliminated from the playoffs and so we are done with them for the season. Since 2010, the Jets have not been to the playoffs. This is the longest drought for any NFL teams currently and is actually I heard recently the longest drought of not going to the playoffs for any of the teams in the four major sports leagues and so of any teams in the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL. And I just want to take a second because I remember at the very beginning of the season there were a lot of talking heads in the media saying that the Jets were going to win the Super Bowl. And obviously the Jets season had a very extreme pivot four plays into the season with Aaron Rodgers getting injured, but it just obviously is not what everybody thought would happen. And I think it was pretty wild to think that it would be such an extreme U-turn for that franchise. And I feel like I've talked about the Jets and how I feel about them and how they're handling things. And so let's move on from them since they aren't going to be in the playoffs this year anyway. But with the Bills and the Dolphins, there's actually still hope for the Bills to actually win the AFC East. And let me kind of tell you how. The Dolphins have a hard remaining schedule. They have to play the Cowboys, the Ravens, and then last game of the season, they play the Bills. The Bills, on the other hand, they get to play the Chargers, the Patriots, and then obviously the Dolphins. And so the Bills should win those two games. Dolphins, on their other hand, I'm not so sure that they'll win those two games before they play each other. One thing that works in their favor is that the Dolphins get to play the Cowboys in Miami. And the Cowboys are a much better team at home, and so getting to play them in Miami obviously works in favor for the Dolphins. And then I'm kind of hoping that 
the way things unfold, maybe that Bills-Dolphins game, the last game of the season for them, maybe that gets to decide who gets that place. And we can kind of have some waiting until then, some anticipation. And so we will see about that. But both of these teams will be seeing in the playoffs, which I am very excited about because I think we all remember me being very worried for the Bills earlier this season about potentially not even making the playoffs at all. And so I love that they've turned it around and they did so well against the Cowboys and I am just all about it. And on to the AFC North, which is a division that we have actually talked about a decent amount this season just because of how good they've been. They were the most competitive division for quite some time and are also a division that they have had a lot of turnover with the quarterback position. And so in this division, you have the Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, and Pittsburgh Steelers. The Baltimore Ravens are the only one who have their starting quarterback right now. And so everybody else has had a lot of movement in the quarterback position. I think we've all heard me talk about Joe Flacco and now being a Cleveland Brown and all of that. And so just a lot of change happening this season for them. The Baltimore Ravens have already been confirmed to be going to the playoffs. And so they have the potential to even clinch the top seed of the AFC. So right now they have 11 wins. And if the playoffs happen today, they would be the top seed of the AFC. And if it ended today, the Bengals and the Browns would actually both be in the playoffs. And Pittsburgh would be just right outside of it, barely not making the playoffs. I mean, the Browns and the Bengals are hot. And so if three of those four teams can go to the playoffs, I'm excited about that. I don't see the Steelers going to the playoffs this season has not been their year but teams to watch definitely the Browns and the Bengals to see if they can both or at least one of them will be there and we actually get to see the Bengals and the Browns play in their last game of the season in the AFC South we have the Jacksonville Jags Indianapolis Colts Houston Texans and Tennessee Titans the Titans have already been eliminated And then the Jags, the Colts, and the Texans are actually all at eight wins right now, which is pretty wild. I would not have guessed that all of those teams would be having the same record at this point. Currently, the Jags are at the top of the AFC South. And so if everything ended today, the Jags and the Colts would be going to the playoffs. And the Texans would actually be that first team out that didn't make the playoffs so would have been on the bubble the Jags have a pretty easy remaining schedule and so they should definitely be winning this division they I mean at one point we thought they could potentially win all of the AFC and be at the top there and so they will definitely be at the top of this division and then it'll be interesting to see if the Colts or the Texans make it in too And then we have the AFC West that have your current Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders, and Los Angeles Chargers. Right now, all these teams are potentially still in playoffs, surprisingly. And even though all these teams are still technically in playoff contention, if the playoffs end today, the Chiefs are the only ones currently going to the playoffs. 
But this is where that stat I said earlier gets interesting because essentially between spot three and nine, there's only one win game difference for these teams. And so when you look at the AFC South with the Colts and the Houstons both at eight wins, and then when you go down to the AFC West, the Broncos are at seven wins. And then you have the Bengals in the North at eight wins and the Steelers at seven. And so you just have a lot of these teams with similar records. And so this is where things can get interesting. And these last three games are really going to make a difference. I would personally love to see the Broncos in the playoffs. They don't have too challenging of a remaining schedule. They play the Patriots and then they play the Chargers and then the Raiders. And so it could happen for them, but they would obviously need other people to be losing with them winning. It's it's a possibility. I'm hopeful. The Chiefs are going to be trying to win out so that they can get a better seed for the playoffs. I don't think that Patrick Mahomes has ever had to play in a way playoff game. They have always been at the top, and so they have always had that advantage on their side. And playing in Kansas City, it's like an extra advantage because of just the fans in that stadium and so they're going to try to continue that streak and win out so that they can potentially be playing more games at home and it's not impossible it's definitely tricky but I don't know I think Baltimore is going to get the top of the AFC and so that is just my quick rundown of what's happening in all these divisions going into the playoffs what to keep an eye out for in these last three games of the season and everything it's not over until it's over and so I'm excited to kind of see where everything shakes out and I hope this kind of just gave you some context and so as we go into these next few weeks you can have this kind of as a frame of reference for you. And now let's get into a quick rundown of some game day fits. There were a lot of good ones. I will be posting even more of my story, but I just wanted to highlight a few of them. The first person I want to highlight is Tyrese Maxey. He is an NBA player for Philadelphia. He has a great style and I'm honestly surprised that I haven't mentioned him yet. And this outfit that he wore is just like a casual elevated outfit. And so he has on this jacket that is like a paisley pattern and there's like a sheen to the paisley. And so it almost looks like a fabric sample to me, like a high end fabric just with like the sheen that the paisley fabric has to it. It's also in this like denim blue color. He just has a simple crisp white tee underneath it and simple classic very dark wash jeans and then some just similar to the blue tone of the jacket new balances and then just like a great weekender bag with it. It's actually I feel like a more casual outfit for him but I don't know I was just into the jacket and just felt like it was more like classic as opposed to trendy. My next pick is Demarcus Lawrence of the Dallas Cowboys and actually the Cowboys had some pretty great outfits this weekend. Uh, CD Lamb had a really great one too that I loved that was also just more like low-key classic so I'll post that one too. 
But DeMarcus had on a cream sweater set. And so the top had like a turtleneck neckline and then just matching sweatpants. But I think they were like a thicker, they look like a nicer, more luxury material. And so he had that set on underneath. And then just some classic, they look to be high top white sneakers. But I feel like the statement piece for this was this denim jacket. And so it had the Sherpa lining on the inside, which I loved. And then on the outside, it had like embroidered, almost patchwork, directly embroidered onto the jacket. And the visuals were things like florals and butterflies and just really like beautiful detailed embroidery on this denim jacket. And so having this simple, just high-end set underneath just lets this jacket really shine. He also has some really great necklaces over the turtleneck, which I feel like it's tricky to find something that lays perfectly, but these do. And then some really great just roller bag and matching tote bag. And so overall, just like very put together, comfy, but also unique. Like even the basic pieces of the set just feel special. There were just a lot of great game day fits and travel fits this week. And so I think I'm going to have to do a whole post of a roundup of a bunch of them. OBJ had a great one too. And so look to the Instagram for that. Thank you again so, so much for tuning in to Sideline Edit. It truly means the world to have all of your support. Thank you so much for rating and reviewing the show. It truly helps a new podcast so much. And be on the lookout on the Sideline Edit Instagram this week for some of those fits as well as what is happening. Tonight we have our Monday night NFL game, the Eagles versus the Seahawks. Apparently, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is very, very ill, and so it's questionable to play tonight, and so we will see if he does play or not. He even had to take a separate plane to Seattle because nobody wanted him on board with them to get everybody sick, and so hopefully he is feeling up for playing and that this could potentially be a good game or just the Eagles' chance to come back and show that the past two weeks of losses don't mean anything they're still the eagles and so excited to watch that game tonight thanks again and i will see you all friday morning this has been a 58 ember production for more shows please visit the 58 ember channel 58ember.com or find us at 58embermedia on socials.